my name is Neil Ramnarain, also known as DJ Neil Rain. Uh, I'm an old guy, about 41 years old. Grew up from KZN in Durban, small little part of Durban called Karwistan, and now I live in the hottest part in South Africa called Johannesburg. Neil, you have a very interesting background. Like you're a, in, in a, a corporate IT world, you're a DJ, you're a father, you're a son, you're an entertainer on a regular basis. I want to jump into a little bit about your the activity that you're on a personal basis in terms of your DJing and your entertaining. Like, how did you get into that? Where did that start? I think uh, a lot I will pay tribute to my dad, my late dad. So his dad, my granddad had a store when he was growing up called uh, Space Radio. And it was always into music and stuff. And I think because my dad was very well known amongst all the Indian bands at that time. So if you were an Indian band and you needed sound equipment, you would go to my granddad's store to buy the equipment for your your band. And with that being said, my dad in turn got to know all the bands. So he was very well established amongst the music community. So my dad would play a lot of records and so forth. So naturally growing up, you'd hear music playing in your house all the time. and that I think makes you like music. So at a very young age, I enjoyed music as much as I'm an English DJ right now and I play very little Bollywood music. I was accustomed to listening to a lot of Indian music at the time. And growing up in my teenage years, you know, just to make some extra pocket money and pay my way through uh, tuition and campus and so forth, I worked in a video store when video stores were a thing. And in that video store, there was a little CD section. So I got involved in procuring the CDs in order what to order and what would make people buy the CDs. And I think that's how I really got into music and learning what was good and what was, wasn't. But I think for me personally, I went through a, a little tough time in my life as growing up uh, at one stage of my life. And I used that negative energy that I was going through to focus on something positive. And I took up this thing called DJing because the beats were good, you were in control. As a DJ, you are in control of the nightclub, you are in control of the club. And I used that negative experience or that negative time to focus on something positive. And that is how I started getting into DJing and learning how to mix and making people happy because I love music and I think people love music. And music helped me personally to get through a bad time. And whilst you're playing in a venue, or a nightclub or a concert or whatever it may be, there might be a or a number of people that may be going through a tough time and you don't really know you're making people scream and having a great time, right. but you're striking right. emotions and you're getting them out of that so-called negative thought that they could have been experiencing before they walked into your venue. Long well, story short. That was but, you mentioned something there about your dad, right? In terms of like how you really got into music and how you got into the practice and also into the hustle, right? Uh, have you learned to play any of those instruments? Um, when I was younger, my dad bought me a Casio. Funny enough, I still got it, and I wish <laughs> I had it to show it to you. It is, it's a little small one for those of that for those of my friends that went to, uh, with me to primary school would know when it was a primary school concert or Arbor Day that we used to celebrate back in the day. <laughs> I would play on the little keyboard. So, so I'm, I play the keyboard, but I never went for lessons. I never went for a single music instrumental lesson in my life. Um, and I think it was just something that you would pick up. And there's a, there's a saying amongst DJs, you know, if you have an ear for music and you'll want to pick up something, you'll take a keyboard and you'll hit the keys and you'll learn to mimic a tune that may be in your head that you've heard on the radio. So you, you've got a lot of these things that you're focusing on, right? So you focus, you've 
got the knack for understanding a beat, understanding a chord, and being able to interpret that and drive some entertainment from that. You also were able to like really get involved in a hustle where you funded your own tuition and make money, right? Just monetize your ability to be a good DJ and a good beat mixer, I would say. But then you also have that passion for just entertaining people, right? Because being able to DJ, being able to mix some tunes, being able to uh, you know, play good music is one thing, but being able to entertain people and engage with people on a regular basis is another thing. And you seem to have a real passion for doing that. Where does that passion for entertaining people come from? I think it comes from a young age. I think also my dad used to entertain people. And you know, when you entertain people, if, if a couple, meaning just two people come into your house today, and if you give them a good time, for sure, they're going to come back right. and they're going to take, they, they're going to have this liking for you. And whenever somebody has a liking for you, doesn't it make you feel good right. personally? Right. And I think for me, the more I entertain people and help people, we, we're using the word entertaining, but I think I also help people. When I play music, music and DJing is my happy place. But I think I also help people to have some excitement and just let loose on a weekend whenever I play the music for them. And I think whilst you're helping people, you're entertaining them, it makes you feel good because you can see somebody that maybe walked in to your venue, not in the best of moods, but when you're playing the music, you strike an emotion, you strike a memory for that person that allows them to let loose and like sing along because it obviously reminds them of good things or good memories or good people. And I think that makes me happy. And it makes me want to do more because it's like a drug for me to make people happy with my music. And then you and I talked about this offline, right? You're pulling up some big numbers on the live streaming sessions that you're doing, which is very, very impressive, right? And I agree with you. You're creating that space, that climate, that environment for people to disconnect from the hustle and bustle, from their problems as well, right? And be in an environment where they can just enjoy in the moment, right? Enjoy it with their families, with their loved ones, et cetera, right? So very impressive. And also kudos to you for you know, executing on your hobbies, executing on your passion and just living, living your dream, doing what you enjoy doing. And I have to ask, right? Family man, you're a father, you're a husband. You were an executive in the corporate IT world at one of the largest technology companies in the business. And you're still an entertainer and a DJ as well. How do you balance all that together and find the time to adequately like invest in all those areas? I think first and foremost, I think I'm very blessed because I have a wife and kids that support me in what I do. They, I think they both do both of them, my kids and my wife, they understand that it's not just something I do as a business or as a form of income, which it is, but it's something that I do for me as well. It gives me happiness. It gives me satisfaction. And my wife, when she and I were dating back in the day, um, many years ago, there was a period of about eight or nine months where I wasn't in a place that I could DJ, meaning there was no active nightclubs that I could play at. And I was one miserable guy. And I think my wife has seen me at my most happiest times when I'm playing. And, and she's even mentioned, she says, I saw you today and I could see you really enjoyed playing. And it wasn't the number of people I'm playing for, right. but just being in that space and playing for two people or 200 people or 2,000 people, playing for that people and being happy, I think people feed off that energy. So for me, I think my family knows if I don't DJ, I'm going to be quite a miserable little guy. So I know that it's in their best interest as well. But I'm blessed to have them both to support me. You're also an entrepreneur. Like I know you've been, you're affiliated with a few of your partners or one other partner, I think it is, and you've conceived yeah. this uh, 
this program or this initiative or this company called Buddha Funk, right? Tell us about that. Like, how do you get into your own entrepreneurial activities as well? So, so back in the day, I think it was about um, 2006, 2007, I always wanted to create parties, have my own parties. So I, I started a small company on my own called Strawberry Entertainment. And I threw a few parties and then my friend and I, um, he and I decided to come up with Buddha Funk. And the reason that you would throw a party is for a number of different reasons. One, it's always a business or financial benefit should you be a success. But I think what makes it a success for us is that we have control of the party. Many club owners would book you as a DJ. You would walk in. They may or may not give you a directive on how long to play, what to play, what to do, and what not to do. Go there, do your stuff, and walk out. But I think being a promoter or an events promoter and running a venue, you have full control to say, I don't just want to take the man's entry fee and just play music. I want him to have an experience. And we wanted to do something different. We have themed parties. We want people to dress up and experience and look forward to say, I can go to X number of venues. But the reason I'm going to go to that venue is because they're having a themed night. They're going to give me something super special for my investment that I'm paying at the door, which I could pay at any of the various venues that are open to me. But I would come to that venue because Buddha Funk is going to give me an experience that I am not getting anywhere else. And people would say, wow, Neil, this venue looks amazing. The decor, the dances, the the snake charmers and the fire blowers and all of the different things that we, we put. It's a circus that we put together. So people come to get entertained. Remember, we all work. As you said, I work in the corporate world like everybody else. Monday to Friday, work is not maybe the most happiest things. And you're going to go through tough meetings and tough customers and so forth. When you come to the weekend, you want to let loose. You want to be entertained. And I think that's what we need to realize. We are entertainers and we do silly things sometimes like jump in the pool and, and do funny things on the live streams. But we do that to entertain people because I think they will want to come back for more. So it gives us a sense of belonging and purpose to the people. And you see that, right? They really see you differentiating. They really see you, you know, embedding that uniqueness with everything that you provide, right? But I think a lot of people don't know this and I know you for many, many years, right? And I know this about you. Like one of the things I've always seen and heard of you doing is, is that when you really make these investments, I know you said it's a business, essentially, I know you said that there's a financial model attached to it, right? But I think a lot of people don't know the amount of sweat and hard work and personal investment that you make personally into making that a success, right? And, and I, I don't want you to take the credit away from yourself with that piece specifically, but what I want to ask you about that is, is that because you guys pull some big names also, like you also, you make your own personal sacrifices, investments, your heart sweat, you put that in there, you get some of these big names to come on board to entertain, uh, you know, large amounts of people. Like, aren't you afraid of like that not working out when you do those things? There's always a risk. Um, talking about that, there was a few years ago, it was sometime in June, we had booked quite a, quite a experienced radio DJ. And um, we invested a lot in deco and so forth. And it was, early June, so it was just as the winter started. And it's always that first winter that makes people stay away. Right. So we are we are gonna have those nights where and we had that night where we had we had the deco on point. We spent loads of cash on deco. We booked the DJ, we had cowboy hats for everybody and now I'm, it was called the good, the bad and the beautiful. The name of the party. I won't forget that name. <laughs> awesome name. But it wasn't the turnout that we expected. And 
you're right about that. We put all these thoughts into getting the DJ and getting the decor and getting the theme and marketing the event. It takes a loads and loads and loads of time and phone calls and emails to negotiate with the DJs and the artists and getting the right decor at the right price, getting into the venue early and setting it up, working with the business partner and making sure that we all aligned because trust me, we always are going to sometimes butt heads, but we have one goal to make sure that the end product and people leave the venue like, wow, that was an amazing event. So there's a lot of time and effort put into these events and there's always going to be something or the other. I mean, we had a massive event some time ago and there's something completely out of our control where a power box blew up and the venue had to be closed that day. So you do take these risks. And sometimes you may say, ah, oh, it's going to be a little month. It might be an okay weekend. And you realize, wow, you double the numbers that you expected. So it's a bit of a tricky situation, but there is a method in the madness. And I think there is some science behind it, some experience as well, where you learn, listen, this particular weekend, you know, it's not going to be as big as other, other weekends because there might be a concert out of town or there might be the weather might not be play along or something of that. So there's a number of different factors that you've got to take into account when throwing these events because the smallest thing can negatively or positively affect your event. And with experience, you will learn this. Yeah, that's, you got to take those risks, right? You got to be able to take those risks to drive your passion and to do what you believe in and to do what you think is going to work out eventually, right? Because it's only those risks that take you out of that comfort zone and really put you in a place of growth for yourself as well, not just for the business, right? Because you're learning these new things, you're experiencing the failures of how your business actually operates. And talking about that, how are you actually making it today with this environment that we're in? So, so there's two things that we're doing. And, and one of the things, Rishan, that I want to talk on on the previous question is people will always remember some of the biggest parties that we have thrown. But there's always been those times where my business partner and I sit and we're like, where are the people at different venues? I mean, people right. know us for a few venues, but there's been some venues that people don't remember us at. And today, things are completely different. Venues are shut, nightclubs are shut, bars are shut. And that revenue stream, that source of business that 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 industry is completely on its back so we are currently live streaming and there's a number of djs and performers and artists and events companies that's putting things together on social media and we are entertaining the people but the difference is there isn't an entry fee at the door so it's really, it's really difficult for the entertainers right now. And a lot of guys, I mean, luckily I am employed. I do have a day job, but there's a lot of people that don't. And it's not just the DJs and the dancers, the photographers, the barbacks, the bartenders, the bar cleaners, the people that wash the, the shot glasses. All those people are currently unemployed. So the industry is really, really, really negatively affected. Currently, Buddha Funk is doing the live streams on Facebook and we, we have managed to come up with a cool idea where we get sponsors on board. So we get business businesses to sponsor the stream and have their logo on our stream, on our green screen, and we advertise that particular brand or that particular business to our listeners. And that is how we are generating some sort of income and a revenue stream for the current uh, situation that we're in. And one thing I want to ask you, right, because you mentioned that, which is super important, right, is just being able to drive that content and publish this on Facebook Live and it's being impacted. A lot of people have been impacted, right? And it's not just the frontline entertainers, it's a lot of the backend people that actually focus on the bigger overall success of your project that are being impacted, right? But there's also a lot of up-and-comers 
that are watching this that look up to you as well, right? And they're thinking, right, well, I have these ideas, I have this talent, I have this knack for doing something, but it's just difficult to get done, right? It's just really difficult to take the risks to go and enable myself to go and put myself out there, et cetera. Like, what advice do you have for those folks watching this that want to just go out and that have that talent and want to show it? Don't stop. You know, I, when I was that guy, and I still believe, you know, while you're doing an interview with me, Rishan, and you might see in your eyes that I'm an established DJ and I'm an established events promoter, I still in my eyes think there's so much more that I want to do and so much more that I want to achieve and grow into. So I was, I used to ask people the question you are asking me and a lot of people that are established people, I'm talking about people like Reddy D that would say, don't stop what you're doing. If you're passionate about something, you would work an odd hours of the day for free. You would do things just to get into the place or the level that you want. So if you, as Rishan, if you want to, you know, if you're an amateur and you want to get into it, my, 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 my advice is don't stop. If you're passionate about something, keep at it. No matter how many people believe in you or not, it's up to you. If you believe in yourself, you will make a success of it. It's not easy and you will have bumps along the road. But I promise you, if your mind is in the right place, you'll get it done. Well, that's that's great, but just for the record, I won't be mixing any beats. <laughs> <laughs> um, you talked about, you know, you you yourself, you know, there's so you said there's so much more that you can do. There's so much more that you can that you can get done with your business and and your events uh, promotions, etc. So where to next for you? Well, I have a little passion of of being on radio. I, I used to be on a community radio station many many years ago, and I had also a show on UJFM some years ago before I got into Buddha Funk as such. And and I still have that passion for radio. I think that is something I I, I see myself doing sometime soon, and uh, and 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 getting into it and, and changing the avenue and entertaining people via the radio. But I think also doing bigger events and also doing smaller events. When I say smaller events, because people say, well, why does this events promoter want to do smaller events? I'm not talking about smaller as in size. I'm talking about smaller as in more niche, something for specific people, invite only, you know, secret party kind of vibe. Right. So it's only, if you're invited and if you know, you know. If you don't, if you're not invited, you, you won't know about the event. Um, I like those kinds of events. I think there's a lot of people that want to party amongst their circle or amongst a certain caliber of people. And that is something that I'd like to work along. And I just give away my secret now. <laughs> well, so I'll, I'll be visiting South Africa towards the, the end of the year, right? If things get better. So just make sure I'm on that invite list as well. For sure. I'll make sure the first one gets to you. <laughs> and you're always continuing to drive this energy around helping the other people. Like, as you mentioned, you know, people behind the scenes, people that are really impacted with what's going on. Like share that, uh, share a little bit with us about that as well. Thanks for noticing, Rishan. And uh, it's true. Yes, we do do a lot of work and we talk about our streams and we try to get assistance from our patrons and people that listen in and businesses to help us raise funds for the less fortunate. But I think there's also a lot of times where we as Buddha Fund do things and we don't tell people just because we want to do it. And I think also personally for me, I came from very humble beginnings. And there were times in my life where a lending hand came a long way for me and my family. And I think if we have to go out there and whilst it might be groceries for a, a week or a couple of weeks, it's something that people will resonate and people will remember because it goes a long way for those people. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's a really touchy subject because I always get the, 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 the lump in my throat when I talk about, you know, kids going to bed without 
food in their tummy is really something that hurts me and irritates me and 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 wherever i can i will help and it's something that i need to realize that i'm in a position today to give back in my personal capacity as is buddha funk we do give back because don't forget where you came from and we also talk about what we do and sometimes we share pictures online and i think once we also had a newspaper article about buddha funk giving back and it was not to promote our brand whilst people may see it that way i think for me it's very important when i see somebody saying hey i went and did this particular charity work it makes me think damn that was great i it inspires me to do the same and whilst buddha funk is helping people while we giving back if we inspire one individual to go out there and do some sort of seva or charity work that individual by by that individual doing it it makes us happy and we know somebody else is on the receiving end so it's it's about giving back it's about we need to stick together we all in this together right now and there's a lot of people losing their jobs i think there's over like 3 or 4 million people that have lost their jobs in south africa alone since the lockdown has started and we need to be cognizant of we are somehow more fortunate than others we're working on something very cool and i know i was meant to work on something for spca but we put it on hold for a number of reasons but we definitely going to get back on that but there's something that myself and another business owner was talking about and as soon as we finalized it and we put that out on facebook and, and social media i think it's going to blow people's minds away it's something really well, really cool that's really about to ask right that's very admirable and very inspirational at the same time with what you're doing right and also around the context that you provided i think is critical and is important we're all in this together how can people jump in and get involved with those those things that you're doing get in touch with us at budafunk it's the email address is info@budafunk.co.za and um we'll be more than happy to to assist you in assisting us to giving back to the number of different charities that we are working